Here it is, a groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around And put your car on cruise and lay back What? What's going on? It's John Mon Jake Radio. It's Thursday, June 20th. We got Jake with me. We got Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff with... Uh, Summertime. It's summer. It's summer theme is the music this week. This was the last day of it. But Jake, this song could have been in the instantly recognizable songs as well. Like as soon as that first whatever beat or whatever comes, you know what song it is. I, I think. Well, a. I think this was an early, early John Boy Jake radio song. Um, if my terrible memory serves me right, um, I want to say this hit an early episode. And I think something that would surprise a lot of people, I think a lot of people, you know, who are JJR faithful um, would probably assume, you know, a little Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff, that would be more my niche. I think that's more your niche. Well, I like this song. It's, yeah, a very, it's, it's a seasonal song. You have to listen to it once every summer. I'm trying to go through our long list of songs to see if it's on here. But I mean, we've done a lot of episodes now. So I don't even know how to find. Why? Why would we have done that not in the summertime? Are I just think you were already? looking for like a. We were, we were doing like just positive, feeling good songs, and I think this song came up. But I don't know. I also have a significant case of bad brain. I mean, this is episode one hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, Dan full Radio. full baseball season and and the playing game for the playoffs. Wow, we our first episode ever was January twenty eighth. That can't be right. That's not right. It was like a, that's not right. It was like October last year, right? Literally I think so. Oh shit, dude! Our uh, reviews went up a little bit on the on the podcast app. Thank you to whoever did yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, Drake, that's nice. We were stuck at the same spot. I just want to break fucking one hundred. For talking Yanks, I want to break a thousand. For John Wardrick, I want to break a hundred. It's good so, to hey, say. Hey, for, if you're a new YouTube person and uh, you're in this because you enjoyed the John Boy Jake radio show, uh, then go to your podcast app and review it because that helps us out. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Jake. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I think uh, I mentioned my bad brain briefly. You and I had a nice moment yesterday. One of one of uh, one of my friends found laughs from the past yesterday and he had recently applied to patreon for talking yank so you knew his name and you saw that his name was spelled differently in my phone and you said oh it's it's spelled that way and i said no he changed phone numbers and instead of me deleting his old phone number i just changed his last name in his phone and put now on the end so i would remember that that's his phone now yeah, I mean, Jake, this, like, scared me. Scared me. Yeah. And Jake yeah. goes, yeah, I wrote his name that way so I would know it's his new phone. And I said, why didn't you just go to the contact and change the phone number from his old to his new? Yeah, that's not happening. You you need to keep of it in the... Con- you need to think of it in the construct of how people think about their desk. Like, a slightly messy desk, but you know where everything is. That's how my brain works, but with fucking everything. And it sucks. Yeah, but... His phone number wouldn't have moved at all. The contact would have stayed the same. He just changed the phone number to his new phone number. Yeah, but then I, I got to go between screens to get the number. I'd rather just save that number while it's right in front of no, me. No, you right don't. There. You don't. You save as existing I contact. I do, Jim. That's Is what it, you're missing. That's it's the a bad simple brain. button. That's, save that's ex- the bad knee. That's it's, the bad I Listen, knee. a lot of your bad brain, I think, is like, ah, eh, that's not that bad. Like It's just kind of funny. This one... I was like, holy shit, that's like... Oh, yeah, it's every day of my life. And, um, yeah, I mean, you should see how many phone numbers I have for Chapin in there, um, and I have to label them differently Like, every you're time. on your third phone number since I've met you. Yeah. I just 
you get a new phone number, I change your contact. That you say this is my As new number. As most would. As most would. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bizarre. So a little, little scary. A little scary. Yeah. You're telling me, sister. Well, how was your day yesterday? My day yesterday, wasty Wednesday. Um, didn't have a drink. Um, I'm uh, Jesus. Yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday. Oh, yesterday everything got moved up because we had a a get not a getaway game, but an early a getaway game for the Rays. Um, so we were we were running hot pregame show. JJR right into the game. Um, right into Ty podcast, uh, so things were things were grooving and shaking, huh? And then, uh, let's see, I did some scooter action last night. That went okay. Um, and yeah, man, just just kind of excited. I've got a big weekend coming up. Going to uh, going to Vegas to- tomorrow for less than forty eight hours for a buddy's bachelor party. Um, so I I don't know today. And today's an exciting day. Like, I've got a lot of boxes i got to check. Like, I've got work boxes I've got to check. I've got, like, doing stuff you need to do before you go somewhere boxes you got to check. And it's Nick's draft night. So so tying that into yesterday's excitement, um, watch, watch an episode of New Girl with, with my Jess. And what so episode like, did you watch? Um, oh, it's when... Uh, it's when their their party friend comes to town and they realize that like we're old and we don't party like we used to. Um, Jess and Nick have like they're they're dating. Nick gets in trouble because he says we we fully haven't had the girlfriend boyfriend talk yet, but he's literally talking about the talk. And then she wants to get back at him a little bit, and they run into Tyreek. What's his name? Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson. Right. Um, I got it. Bar- I got it. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm kind of new to the new girl world. Um, I, I like some of the dynamics. It's taken me a little bit to get used to, but, um, wait, you, you, you're not like a new girl watcher. No, no. Oh, Uh, the first couple seasons of new girl are really good. Winston becomes like hilarious after the second season, after the first season, Winston becomes the best character by far in the show. Um, but it's my one show I'm not. I do not allow Katie to watch at night. Wow, why is that? Because it's punchy. It's like every other five lines, someone's screaming something. And yeah, it's a little like, bit. It's not good to fall asleep to. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I think. It kind of it rubbed me the wrong way at first, but now I'm appreciating it. Like in normal comedy structures i guess there's points in new girl where i expect them to hit like a good joke and they hit kind of a corny joke and i'm like ah that's not so great but then after that they hit something really good and yeah. and so so i'm starting to enjoy that but yesterday uh 62 my my height wow 62 full grown height on stilts on 7 inch stilts 7 inch stilts all right, yeah, I'm going to go with myself with just a six yesterday. Just got a lot of work done. Nice. It was fine. Good day. Got a lot of work done. Did, like, at the end of the day, I think I did five breakdowns. Whew. Plus four full episodes of recording shows. Full day. Documented it on Instagram. I think we yesterday you said I was going to end in the high teens. I think I ended at 21 steps. 21? I think I said I wanted you at Blackjack 21, but I thought you'd land at high teens to spite me. So I win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Let's go to the sports. Let's go to the birthdays in Sabado de Mingo. Find it, find it, find it. It's for our Spanish listeners. Jimmy, 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 can't you see? Uh, sometimes your words just hypnotize me. NBA draft tonight, Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Zion, John Morant, R.J. Barrett, Darius Garland, question mark, and the rest of the band. Um, always an exciting night. We're, we're going to get a couple trades. We already seen a couple trades, Jim. We broke it at the end of yesterday's show. Mike Conley to the Jazz. Um, no real major pieces going back. couple young guys, couple picks. Your boy Grayson Allen, the former Dookie. Um, good backcourt in Utah. Uh, Conley and Mitchell, we like that. Tony Snell traded to the Pistons. That was for Milwaukee to kind of clear some cap space so they could either re-sign a couple of their guys or go sign a couple other guys. 
Space Jam 2, Jim. The players are announced. We can run through that list a little bit. AD, Lillard, a um, couple WNBA players. Tarasi, my girl. Speaking of the ladies, U.S. women. They're playing today, Jim. You've been excited for this. Ben had snacks. Three Eastern. The ladies versus Vidan. College World Series. Your Florida State is eliminated. They've got the classic... All-time coach, who this was his last rodeo. He said no better way to go out than at the College World Series. Oh, he could have won it. Auburn eliminated after their fiasco the other night. Meanwhile, Vanderbilt rolls, baby. Australia, Bangladesh, live. Cricket World Cup. I'd read you the score, but I don't know how to read it, to be honest. Yanks swept the Rays. CC won 250th game. Yankees-Houston this weekend, two of the AL favorites. That'll be a fun one. And Jim, broken nose Scherzer, your guy, beats the Phils, and that's so obvious if you know Scherzer. And Joe Madden, also one of your best friends, talking about the home run boom this year in baseball. He says it's extraterrestrial. Woo. That was a long update, Jake. Hoorah. Started with a song, too. Long update. All right. We got... Can you just tell me the players announced in Space Jam 2, and then we're not going to talk about it? Just say the players so everyone knows who it is. I don't want to talk about it. Anthony Davis. Okay. Conveniently just traded to LeBron's team. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. Clay Thompson, which I like a lot, actually. And Chris Paul. Um, and then from from the WNBA world, Diana Taurasi, um, the Ogwumike sisters, and um, is there anybody else? No, no. Um, so you're not excited for this, Jim? Nope. All right, so Scherzer broke his nose. You won't watch it on TV or anything? No. Okay. You might sure. have to do a movie review of it. You might have just got caught in a lie there. Uh, I'll sit that one out. I, wow. I, I sit out the animated ones. Go to Six Pack Cinema and follow our, my movie podcast. Do you like the original? No. Okay, there you go. I like the scene when he's playing basketball with his dad. I believe he can fly. Okay. Other than that, good scene. Right yeah, good scene. You're gonna miss out on this that scene in this movie. And the Bill and the Bill Murray scene. There you go. Now we've got a couple scenes. Now we're starting to put Two together scenes. a flick. Two scenes. We're starting to put together a flick here. Two scenes. All right. Uh, Scherzer breaking his nose. By yes. is it official? He broke his nose. We did this yesterday, right? Yeah, I th I think where we're getting caught up is I mean definition of broken nose can be pretty loose again. He he jacked up his nose and he's got a good black eye. One of the not only does he have a, well now he's got three different colored eyes. He's got the black eye, the brown eye, and the blue eye. It's a There's great. There's so look. many colors going on on his face. Yeah. I actually have it, I have it all set up to do a breakdown of it, and that's a good that's a good thing I might say now. Like yeah. he, he used to only have two colors. Now he's got like different skin tones, different different what's it called what are the eyeballs called cornelia no what's it called cornea cornea whatever he's got Part he's a fucking it, yeah he's like a uh jackson pollock painting up there it's just like splattered of colors i would like if you stole the line he's got three different colored eyes first person ever with three different colored eyes maybe maybe i will i mean just think about it i don't plan out a lot of the things i i say it once and then Right, you find your you find your hit points and you run. Yeah, hopefully it's, hopefully it's good and I post it. Luke is in the room now with me when I record the breakdown, so there's a lot of pressure to do it on one take. But I think yeah. I've only done like three recently. Usually it's two. Sometimes I I record it and then I realize I didn't have my mic on to record my voice. And I'm like, it's well, tough. That's a tough break. Sucks. I usually I usually do a dry run to see to make sure I'm in the time realm. Oh yeah, I don't and, do that. And then and then you you run with it. No, I edit it, and then I just hit record, and then I talk over it, and I hope that I say things that make sense. Right, and then you run it back if you don't. I actually I used to never rewatch them; I just post them. But now, like the channel's growing, and it's like, oh my god, I better. And Luke was like, "Why wouldn't you just watch it, <laughs> see if there's any mistakes?" And I was like, "It's uh, you know, when you it's do that it, Schroeder... you, know, you make mistakes. It's like being a singer." No, I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know if I make mistakes when I, as I'm going. I, it's more of a flow mistakes. If you're getting the words out, you don't care if you get one or two words wrong. That's not the point of the breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but people in the comments are like, you know, you always get something wrong. Why don't you just redo it? I'm like, because who cares? That's the natural beauty of it, bitch. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, you bitch. You bitch. Florida State's gone, Jake. So the coach oh. of the Florida State in the World Series said no better way to go out than being in the College World Series. Yeah. I just wish a reporter would say, but clearly there's a better way to go out, right? There was totally, a, well, like, there's definitely one better way to go out than this. Yeah. You go out as a, as a champion. Like winning the damn thing. Yeah. Um, you know that you, winning was an option, coach, right? That was another alternative. You could have gone out with a win. I think they were the favorites, Jake. No, it's funny. Oh, listen to this one. No. Um, think about this, Jim. College basketball. If you're a really good college basketball coach, you're, you can get a shot at being an NBA coach. You're a really good college football coach. You can get a shot at being an NFL coach. Really good college baseball coach? doesn't translate to becoming a major league head coach. Yeah, that's interesting. Has a college baseball coach ever gone? I don't think so. I, well, I, I'm sure there's got to be one or two in the past, but it's not like... I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's got to be guys' mindsets or something. I have no idea. Because um, I know every every couple years I hear about these college legendary head coach who they're you know so well respected blah blah blah. Um, I mean maybe they're just good at recruiting because that's what you need in college. I don't know. Someone says that some the best college coaches make more money than MLB managers. At this point, probably yeah. Yeah, because right now the whole thing is don't pay, don't pay the managers a lot. I know like. Um, Tina Martinez was coaching in college, and then now he's like a bench coach on the Mariners. Yeah, I think I think like you can get respected in the college ranks, but it's like I don't know, it just doesn't work like the other sports. But I guess you could say that about a lot of things in baseball, huh? Yeah, I have an article here, and they're trying to say like why, and they interviewed a bunch of players that played in college. Like they interviewed Ryan Zimmerman, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, why they think. College coaches don't go into the MLB. Scherzer said there's so much more scouting and manage of data that goes there. It's like a completely different job. Yeah, kind of makes sense. Some college coaches micromanage, like you need to hit this way or that way. I think in pro ball, at least in the minor leagues for a while, it's about development, and they just want you to do you. Interesting. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. No MLB... So anyway, this Florida State coach uh, doesn't didn't know that winning was an option, but he's happy. Yeah, that was his big that was his fatal flaw. <laughs> U.S. <laughs> U.S. women's soccer is playing today. You excited? Is it going to get some background run? This is what you've been hoping for. What time is it? It starts at three. Three Eastern, I believe. Hell yeah! Yankee game doesn't start till seven. I can put this on in the background. We have the pregame Bing. show we're doing. I have uh, their game, the Netherlands versus Canada on right now. So I'll give you updates. That would be great. That'd be great. Would be great. Anything else you want to talk about? Yanks versus Houston is actually a big series for, like, the MLB. Like, I know we're Yankees fans, but it's a big series for the AL. It's the two heavy yeah, hitters. It's, it's probably the two, the two consensus favorites in the AL right now. Um, also, teams that have had some injuries with guys coming back. Altuve came back yesterday or the day before. Judge should be coming back tomorrow. Um, and, Jim, I, I think it's, it's going to be interesting if the Yankees do have a good – they win three, three out of four games or, or something like that. Teams are going to walk away from this weekend and – like on those MLB power rankings and stuff. I know you don't care, but people very much care. And I, I think they'll have the Yankees on top of the world after they swept the Rays and if they have a good series at versus Houston. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But we're not getting – what was the probables for Houston? Um, we're, We see Verlander on Sunday. Um, I don't think we're seeing Garrett Cole. I don't know if he's hurt or if we're just missing his spot in the rotation. Um. 
Who's that girl? It's Jess. That's your girlfriend's name. Yeah, she really likes that intro. Framber Valdez, Brad Peacock, Wade Miley, then Justin Verlander. Yeah, so Garrett Cole pitched yesterday, so we're we're missing. Yeah, Garrett so that's Cole nice, and it's nice yeah. that we're getting Verlander as the last game. Hopefully, we can be like, hey, uh, we we win two already. Let's just not, we can't lose it, because Verlander's so very good. Yeah, and I know we're we're obviously Yankees biased. I don't think it's it's worth hiding that. But um, I don't know if you saw, but our guy Coley Harvey print put up the article on ESPN that's about the the Cameron Maben dilemma. Um, I think it's interesting, Jim, and I'll I mean maybe I'll save most of it for talking Yanks, but I think we might see Nestor go down after after he throws today. Well, that would make sense, right? If he throws like sixty pitches. Um, but that's that's a talking Yanks topic. If you're interested in that. Yeah. Do you have any other sports news here? The NBA draft's tonight. What's happening? NBA draft, man. I'll yeah, let, it's I'll a- let you loose. You could do uh do your spiel. Zion, uh no brainer. It's basically just <laughs> what suit is he gonna wear so we could look at that the rest of his life. Um John Morant seems to be in stone as well because they just traded Mike Conley to the Jazz, as mentioned. Um and then, yeah, man, it's it's 95% the Knicks take Barrett. People are liking this Darius Garland kid from Vanderbilt, Jim. Um, I, I don't know. Where where the NBA draft is going to be fun tonight is picks 4 through 14 because literally any of those guys could go anywhere, and I'm sure we're going to get a trade or two of teams trying to either get their guy or teams getting out of there because they don't know what guy to take. So uh, I'm excited for that. We're doing some Talking Knicks live stuff. Um, right before the draft through the Knicks pick. Um, so if you're you're into that, that'll be up on the the John Boy Media YouTube machine. I will. Who do you want? If you're the Knicks, you want R.J. Barrett. He wants to be there. Coming into last season, he was the number one recruit out of high school. Even even like ten games into this season, people were like Barrett could be the number one pick, and then Zion just went nuclear. Um, and I I think Morant and Barrett are kind of one A one B. My cop outline that I've been using on talking Knicks is that like if you switch these guys, like what changes? Like do we not think Barrett would have absolutely dominated Murray State where John Morant played? Like, uh, Barrett led the ACC in scoring. He scored more than Zion. So, like, I, I'm sure he would have looked really good at Murray State, too. Um, I, I don't think you can really lose with either of those guys. Um, and Barrett wants to be a Nick. He's been firm on that. He turned down the meeting with Memphis. Um, I don't know, man. It's, uh like, sad times in Nick, Nick's land, but it's starting to build up again because you can get behind, like, hey, there's going to be young guys with potential, and then we can somehow still make a plan going forward. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm rooting for R.J. Barrett. Nice. Or Mayhem. Yeah, I mean, Mayhem's fun. <laughs> like, I, I can admit that. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if the Knicks take Darius Garland tonight, I mean, it's uh, tune in. Tune in. Yo, I'm watching bit- Netherlands versus Canada right now. Yeah. Wasn't when was it when there was like some chick and some girl in the crowd that was super attractive? She was like a she was a Dutch fan. Do you remember that? She she like got a following over just because I showed her in the crowd and she was she was wearing like a winter hat. Was it the Olympics? Kinda, maybe. I I I don't re- I don't fully remember her or who the OG is now. Now that's like a soccer game tradition. Like before before the start of every game. They show like the three craziest guys together yelling in the stands, and then they show the hottest representative from each country. <laughs> it's like it's like a weird Game of Thrones type tradition. <laughs> it's like, called here's a, our crazies, here's our hottest. It's called a girlfriend shot in the biz. Girlfriend shot. So in like the, the guy in the booth would be like, "Go get me a girlfriend shot," and then the cameramans try and find an attractive girl in the crowd. Uh, I I call the, that the Musburger shot. So so I've been doing the breakdowns now. The Cubs do it. Every home run, like so, the the way the Cubs do their broadcast is, uh, you know, behind the pitcher, hit into the outfield shot to see where the ball lands. Shot of Luke, can you turn the volume down on that? Shot of the runner rounding the base right before he hits third. They show a girlfriend and the hot girl in the crowd, and then him hit coming home. Like that's how the Cubs do almost all their home runs. 
It's kind of funny. I like it. Yeah. Someone should compile all of the girlfriends throughout every Cubs home run and then rank the home run. This is so... I think this Jimmy, is Jimmy, hate to be rude. Who do you think would do that? <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's like old school chive. Like I think new internet wouldn't like that if you were like grading the Cubs home runs by the girlfriend by the by the pretty ladies they show in the stands. Yeah. You'd be like, Well, this girl for Rizzo's home run was a ten. <laughs> and then Like if, if you if you did that video if you even did a video just showing all the girls they show after home runs, like the Cubs would get kicked back for being like sexist. That is a funny montage that now I think I want to make. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know where you thought the convo was going. <laughs> Very funny, like, like Bodie hits a home run and it's just like an uggo in the crowd. Like, they match up the girl Ooh, for the they player. they match it up for player, yeah. Like, every, every Bryant home run is just a smoke, like, gorgeous. Right. Rizzo, he gets like very attractive yeah. as well, and then Javi is like just a slut, <laughs> wow. just like Holy just like what's uh, just like she's she's dressed for the nightclub, not a baseball game, okay. that kind of vibe. And then as you go down the list, like uh, oh, I was gonna say Zobris, but he's dealing with his own life stuff now. Or maybe we could spin this into a, a more positive thing than what's what it's cur- currently coming up as. What if when a batter came up? Like, know how they get to pick their song when they come up? Before the game, they get to pick a girl in the stands that, like, when they come over the big screen, it's like, Javi Baez, number nine, and his today's home run girl is, and there's a picture of her in the corner, like a live shot. Okay. Just, you know, just brainstorming. Brainstorming. The chat is uh, pretty shady today, Jake. You would not like what's happening. I say good. Yeah, I'm going to try and uh, I think I might make Luke a moderator, and then we can kick people out. Who's that girl? It's Jess. Someone said you sing too much. I don't think you're singing enough. I sing too much. I drink too much. <laughs> Little Dave Matthews, you kids like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Any, or, any more sports? The only other thing on there, which is Cubs related, it's your guy Joe Madden. I'm not trying to. I'm actually Jim. I you, normally when you bring up Joe Madden, you're you're so <laughs> you go to a little bit of a dark place that I I normally try to try to find whatever light I can. Dude, Jimmy, his quotes are so <laughs> Joe Madden. It's like <laughs> it's it's crippling. I'll, well, I I I'll, can't even complain because Cashman's falling into the same. Same routine, like, oh, you guys want a quote? I'll give you a fucking quote. And then he just says the weirdest shit. It's like, what? And Boris is the king of it. But yeah, it's Joe Madden, Cashman, and Boris. Every time they give a quote, some weird, weird shit they say. I'll, I'll, I'll read it into the half. I don't know what I'm witnessing, but the way the ball is coming off the bat right now, it's extraterrestrial. Yeah. It's an E.T. thing going on out here. It's crazy. Yeah. Good manager, weird dude. There you go. Like, would you want to attend a dinner party with Joe Madden? I mean, yes, but you know I like any sort of people watching or engagement. Yeah. I think I'd I'd be tugging like Katie, like, let's leave. Like, as soon as food's done, I, I can't bite my tongue anymore. He's just being weird to be weird. Like, you saw my eyes light up when I initially saw the guy that peacocks peacocks, you know? I, I don't want to put him and Joe Madden on the same level, but I'm going to get some entertainment out of Joe Madden while I'm around him. Okay. Bring in the Penguins. Lose three games in a row. Penguins come in. Like, that's not a... That's Kill not the a... Penguins. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> uh, animal. Shures are pretty good. And then the cricket. You had the cricket on here. You're not interested anymore? Uh, dude, I don't know how to read the score. Um... Let's see. I'll I'll try to give an update. Um Okay, so the score in the cricket match, up, oh, I think ESPN just hit it from me. Um Let's see. Uh Bangladesh is the fraction 202 over 4 mm-hmm. in parentheses 34.1/50 slash OV, comma target 382. So they're having a good game. So the first number, 
What are the, just the first numbers? 203 slash 4. They just got one. Okay, so so who has 203 runs? Bangladesh. And who are they playing against? Australia, who has 381 slash 5. Oh, so Australia is crushing them. Bangladesh requires another 179 runs with six wickets and 15.4 overs remaining. So, So the second number is how many wickets they've had hit on them. Okay. So they lost. So you get one wicket per batter, right? Sure. So, like, a batter goes up, and he hits until they get a wicket on him. So India, or Bangladesh, had four wickets hit, and in the process of having those four wickets hit, they scored 203 runs. Yeah. And there's a set amount of wickets until you're done. So they said yes. they have six left, so it's ten wickets. Once you hit ten wickets, you're done. So they got to score 100 runs before they get six more wickets hit. 181 runs. Yeah. That's why cricket can last days, because one batter, you can fa- in baseball terms, you can foul it off and not run, and it's just like a, nothing happens. And you can do that yeah. forever. But to, So that's why, like imagine unlimited foul balls, and you just foul it off, foul it off, foul it off. Got to be some good unwritten rules in cricket. And one, one, one hitter, batter, whatever the fuck they're called, hits until they out. So, like, if, you, if a dude's on a heater and he just can foul him off like Brett Gardner, he's like, no, 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 bam, five runs, nope, 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 bam, one run, you know, every time he tries to actually run. So How have MLB and cricket not teamed up to do a fun international thing yet? I wonder if that happened back in like the the 80s when they did like exhibition games cuz now exhibition games in America are they're like frowned upon. They don't do it. like in the 80s the Mets and the the Mets and the Red Sox played an exhibition game that meant nothing in the middle of the season just for fundraising. Right. They don't do that anymore. But yeah, that would be really fun to see like take a uh you have to do it for like a an amateur team. Like take the amateur Olympic under 21 baseball team and the uh, Australian cricket team, and then you have one day we play cricket, one day we play baseball, and we see how it goes. Yeah. There you go. I'd watch it. Grow the game internationally. That's why we're playing baseball in London in a week and a half. That's fucking stupid. I think the Cubs-Cardinals got it for next year, the London series. All right. That's the half. Netherlands and Canada all tied up at nil apiece. Mm. Who do, who do you think's dominating? Uh, I think actually Canada is, but I don't know. Wow. Jacob says there's no fouls in cricket. Yeah, I said whatever they call them. They're the equivalent to a baseball foul ball because they can just. Touch the ball and not run. It's a redo. Yeah. All right. We got anything going on over there? Um, I don't think so. No, man. Little hot. The bin taking off the sweatshirt. Take it off. Yeah. Got my that's for you bitch shirt underneath, so. Did you see someone was wearing that on the scoreboard yesterday? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, a shirt we made was on the Yankee Stadium in-game scoreboard. Lady was wearing it while getting interviewed, and it says bitch on it. <laughs> kind of funny. Kind of funny if she just opened up her, like, she had a sweater on, so you could only barely see it. She just opened it up, and now the scoreboard's got a huge CC shirt on it. Girlfriend cam. Yeah, thanks to her. All right, you got anything else? Yeah, it's hot in here because we have to turn the AC off. But uh, you ready to go to the weird stories? Here for it, kid. This is when people that are on YouTube tune in and they're like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? And it's like, well, it's in the title. No one looks at the title, though. No one looks at the title. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. A suspected rhino poacher was killed after crashing into a goat while trying to escape the rangers, Jake. 
The Rangers were chasing down suspected rhino poachers. They crashed into a goat, not a gate, a goat, and were killed. End headline. 98-year-old Prince Philip apparently doesn't believe in pajamas and sleeps naked as one unlucky royal valet discovered. Unlucky, I think lucky. An Australian detective interrupted his own news conference to complete a textbook tackle of a man who is now being charged with public nuisance and stalking. That's good. He lured him into the press conference like, you're going to stalk me? Stalk me in front of all these cameras, and then I'm going to beat you up, and I'm going to be allowed to because there's going to be witnesses. Good move by the Australian detective. It's now no longer illegal to challenge someone to a duel in Canada, which is huge. We had a big duel problem there for a long time. Glad they finally got that under wraps. A woman trapped in a St. Louis jail stairwell for two and a half days has been uh, allowed out. It's like worse jail. You're in the stairwell now. A man gets run over while doing push-ups on a road in the dark. And nearly half of young Americans don't use or buy deodorant. I thought Long the news, news today. I I, inter- I I I spiced up the stories with my own thoughts a little bit, but I thought that there wasn't any good news today. And then uh, that's not that bad. There's some stuff here. Oh, there's there's always news, James. So a couple days or weeks ago on this very show, I told you that you'd really like Prince Philip if you like found out about his background and his history. Yeah. And here's a story that I think you're really gonna like. Ninety eight years old just says fuck pajamas. I sleep naked. I mean, if that's how you sleep, that's how you sleep, you know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, as the Duke of Edinburgh, um, I've always been a fan. But, yeah, I mean, what what is, like, I guess what is the article here? Like, old man gets seen naked, you know? I mean, he is Prince Philip, so, like, everything he does becomes they're the royal family. Right. But, dude, he's awesome. Married to the queen, you'd really like him. He's a character. He retired from public life, like, five years ago. He's 98. But it was like far too long. Like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Retiring um, from public life. Like, I don't, normal people, my grandpa, he, before he passed, he kind of did that for like five years and it like upset my dad and everyone. But I mean, I think you have the right to be like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm not going to go to that event. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> I gave it a lot of years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be honest with you. I, all of you here, there's 10 of you. Collectively, you've had 200 birthdays. I've been to all of them. I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm retiring from public life. Do you ever have do you ever have those the thoughts like this could be the like the x amount of time I like go to something? Like like I a couple things that that I have examples of like that. Like I'd say every time I play basketball now, I'm like this could be within the last five times i play like real basketball (laughs) oh because we're getting older yeah i had a thought the other day when me and katie were driving past like a a middle school and they had some they had a wall set up and i was like that is the best wall ball wall i've seen in a while Mm. and then i was like i don't think i can ever play wall ball again i think what happens is you have kids you get to play with your kids for like five years yeah, that's that's true. I think I think when I brought this up last time, that's where we landed again. Cause yeah, like I, like I, I I've mentioned my baseball thing on here a couple times, and it's like, you know, I think I could get my arm loose again, but it would take. I would need a spring training. I would need to like every day for three weeks go on a throwing program, and like I'm not gonna do that. I told you guys I didn't even change my buddy's number in his phone. I'm not gonna go throw a baseball every day for three weeks. That's um, not out of laziness. The phone number thing is out of severe weird brain. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird mix. Um, no, the option to do it correctly is easier. See, it's that's where I but- disagree. It's one button. Save as exist. Uh, save as existing number, and then you hit that one button. It's over. I like keeping that existing. Um, You're like a hoarder yeah, of phone so, numbers. Um, a little bit, yeah. Um, I'm, you never know when they're going to come back. Maybe I want to find out who's gotten their number. Maybe I'm going to like that person even more. 
Um, <laughs> why are they spelling pajamas with a P-Y? Is that how they spell it in Europe? I don't see that. It, on the headline, it's spelled correctly. So look at... Um, all right, maybe this is just a spelling error. Um, scroll down. Um, all right, so you got the... Uh, there's like a video midway through the article. There, there's quotes that say, quote-unquote, Prince Philip didn't care at all, said McDonald. Pajamas? Never wear the things. But it spells pajamas wrong. But I don't know if that's... It's in quotes, so I don't know... Maybe he pronounces it pyjamas, which makes me even love this guy even more. I don't know. That's I would say pyjamas. <laughs> pyjamas. <laughs> pyjamas. Never wear the things. Let me let me type this in. Pyjamas. Aren't you a sleep naked guy? Um, like I'm not against it. I I think um. <sighs> It's it's kind of a bad brain thing. I ideally uh, I'm a pair of shorts and and that's it. Um, but I mean sometimes shit happens, you know, and that's you shit the bed. Yeah, and then you sh- you've shat on the bed. Mm, that's a bummer. Okay, whatever you call them, it's likely your pet name for sleeping in garments is tied to the word pyjamas. So yeah, pyjamas is a real thing. So the J goes silent, or are you just doing that? I don't know how to pronounce it, Jim, but there's a Y instead of the first A. It sounds like pajamas. Like, that's how my grandma would say it. Like, toilet paper. Pajamas. Pajamas. Yeah. They didn't open their mouths up back in the day. How many, R, how many R's were in there? Uh, pajamas. So, yeah. How about that? Something new every day. Something new every day. All right. An Australian detective. No, no. I want to do the rhino poacher. So, this guy's okay. suspected of poaching rhinos, right? Right. Killing the animo- an- animos. No, I'm talking like Prince Philip. Animos. He's killing the animos. They're like, all right, dude, we got a rhino poacher. Let's chase him down. They chase him down. The rhino poacher crashes into a goat. And, yeah. and they're saying that ended his life. Now, I didn't think goats would have rhinos' backs. Right. But this goat took down this rhino poacher. And I also don't know how this dude was a rhino poacher but got killed by a goat. So I've I've got bad news for you. Have you read the story yet? I'll speed read it for everyone that's listening. Two suspected members of a wildlife poaching gang have died in a high-speed car chase after their vehicle crashed into a goat. Police and game rangers spotted a group of four apparent poachers tracking fresh rhino spore at Bubwe Valley Conservancy near Betbridge, Zimbabwe. On June 12th, Nihando Radio reported. When the men were spotted, they tried to speed off in a Toyota Wish. However, they lost control of the vehicle after it hit a goat. The Toyota veered off the road and then overturned. Acting on a tip-off, a police mobile unit saw the suspected poachers coming out of Bubwe Valley Conservancy and heading towards a nearby Jobembi village and pursued them. All four men were found in the wreckage. A telescopic sight rifle was also discovered in the car. Two of the men, Godfrey Makachumu and Charles Runye, died before they got to the hospital. So they just crashed into a goat and died. Yeah, so... A, this headline made it sound like they were running and a goat got them, which would have been awesome. Oh, no, I had, I had them driving a car and hitting a goat. Okay, I was, I was worried that you were there. All right. Um, no, no. A, Jim, um, another thing, and I, I don't know if you want to contact Brendan Cole who wrote this, yeah. and it's the same thing as the turtle. I, I'm 99% sure the goat died, but it wasn't stated in the article. This is fucked up. So we have a bunch of new listeners on YouTube now who I think, I don't even know if they enjoy it, but they're here. So thank you. But yeah, Brendan Cole, there's been this thing where the journalists don't give enough info in their articles and it's bullshit. We had a a lady write about a turtle that got lodged into a windshield and she didn't let us know if the turtle died or not. And And that was the fairest of all questions because, I mean, it's a turtle in a shell, you know? Yeah. So it's I tweeted, I tweeted at her, like, did the turtle die? She didn't respond. Had to tweet at her the next day, hey, did that, that turtle die? And she said, yes, the turtle died. Yo, I think this dude doesn't have uh, a Twitter either. What the fuck? Damn. Brendan. Brendan Hall Newsweek. Show They're me your Twitter. Show me your Twitter. Okay, I think I got it. Brendan Mark Cole. Let's see. 
not the ballroom dancer, but a word provider for new Newsweek. Okay, tweet to Brendan Cole. Did the goat die? Did the goat die in the poacher story? Did the goat die in the poacher story? Yeah. All right. Are we positive he didn't give us this piece of information? I mean, let's see. Crashing into goat while escaping goat. Uh, it crashed into the goat. Um, vehicle after it hit a goat. Um, I I mean, I'm I'm skimming this pretty hard, which you know. I tweeted it. Did the goat die in the poacher story? Brendan. Nice. Some some things you need to know about. Or is the goat a hero? Do the rhinos now welcome him into their community? That's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm, I'm a big advocate. I have a of, cool movie uh, scene now. The humans, okay. the poach police. Are they called the poach police? Because that's an awesome name. They should be. Yeah, well, the poach police. I think they call them park mess. rangers, which kind of sucks. The poach police yeah. take the goat to the rhino and be like, this is the goat that just killed the people that were trying to kill you. And they try to like meet the animals, and the rhino just fucking slaughters the goat right away. Yeah. And then the humans, the poach police, are like, ah, oh, shit. We messed up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Yeah, man. I mean, this goat should be a symbol for all goats and rhinos everywhere of a mm-hmm. coming together, you know? Yeah. I'm proud of the goat. Maybe they've always been allies. Where were these people from? Because some real cool names. Like the one guy that died, he had a cool name. I mean, James Maudo, who survived, is, is of, of Zaka in Masvingo. So I don't know what any of those words are. And Celestino Shate of Soshangi Flats in Bulawayo. Like, okay. Like, that, those are, aren't the are, names are, I was talking about. Am I getting duped? What's happening? What those, am I saying? Those aren't the names I was talking about. I was talking about Godfrey Mekachumu. Right, but I'm I'm still saying it's giving it's giving where those guys are from. Like it's literally saying their name, where they're from, and the letters that are assembled into words. I don't know what they are. Well, it's a different country, you know, a whole different place. So Shang, so the So Shang, So Flats in Bulawayo mm-hmm. is Bulawayo a country or a city? One of them. It's definitely a place. Looking it up. Looking it up. All right, we'll move on to it's now no longer illegal to challenge. Oh, I read this wrong the first time through. It's no longer illegal to challenge someone to the duel in Canada. So this is some bullshit headline by Eric Zimmer yeah. wrote this, and I'm going into this thinking Eric Zimmer is being a clickbaity guy here. Bulawayo. They're, they're trying to say duels are illegal now in Canada? Yeah. I mean, yeah, this this must have been some small town that they haven't had their TED Day yet um, from the episode of Parks and Rec, and they were like, oh, hey, guys, technically in our laws, it says we can still have a duel, so let's fix that. No, Jake, like, okay. Jake, they made them legal. Oh, duels are back. I thought, I, I thought you were saying they weren't. The last duel in Canada when someone died was June 13th, 1833 in Perth, Ontario. I mean, is Daily Hive a fake website? What is this? I don't know. I don't check the legitimacy of these stories because I don't care. They're really just talking points. Right. The proposed legislation would amend or repeal a number of provisions in the criminal code in order to ensure they are compliant with the charter and to make the law more relevant in our modern society. It's now no longer illegal to challenge someone to a duel in Canada. Another... Eric Zimmer, I like your last name because it's the same name as my dog, but I read your whole article. I don't understand what's going on. Also, maybe is it like literally just a play on words? Like, you can challenge someone to a duel, eh? But, oh, if you punch him in the face, you could still be charged with, you know, assault. And it's Actually, challenging to someone to a duel should... I Fucking Jake, I challenge you to a duel right now. Yeah, Uh, cool. If you accept, I will run away like a coward because I don't want to duel you, but I'm challenging you. If you stab me, then I have a problem. No, I just want to challenge people to duels. I don't ever want to duel someone. Right. And that's fine. But then that's kind of reckless. You got someone just going, I'll challenge you to a duel all the time. I mean, I I would say this. Like, I guess this is where rules get tricky because it's like self-defense. Like, if you challenge me to a duel, 
and I punch you in the nose, can I get in trouble for punching you in the nose? Or is it like, well, this guy challenged me to duel? Uh, I mean, not to get real tricky, but that was like the whole um, that thing in Florida like ten years, seven years ago. Uh, Martin, Neighborhood Watch. Yeah. Remember that? Tavon Martin was that his name? Yeah. Because Florida has a law. Florida has that law where, like, I can provoke you, right? Like, I can right. punch you first. If you punch me back, now I can shoot you in self-defense. That was right. that was the Florida's legal ruling in that case. Yeah. Dumb. Well, we went there. Woman trapped in St. Louis jail stairwell. So is this, if this was a prisoner, I don't feel that bad. If she was, like, going to visit a friend and then she's in a stairwell for two days, that blows. You think a prisoner was just stuck in a stairwell? How would that happen? In transport, they forgot about her? I would hope it's that rather than a citizen that visited the jail. Uh, where are you... Ge- okay, so we've got... It's the article right uh, on the thing. Let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, it's not loading for me at all. It's not loading. Oh, I had I had to click a survey question for the St. Louis Dispatch. Get out of here. You've always hated the St. Louis Dispatch. The woman had been arrested and was being released from the St. Louis Justice Center at the same time. And they were like, but first spend some time in the stairwell? I think they forgot about her, and she got locked indoors. She got off on an elevator on the second floor, 8.17 a.m., June 5th. She was discovered 6.32 p.m., June 7th. Asked the woman if she wanted to go to the hospital. She said, no, I just want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) They said, we're really sorry this occurred. (laughs) Go go down the hall to the elevator, go down to the first floor, make a right turn, walk out of jail, you're free to go. I mean, that's tough. I mean, she should sue. I mean, she should be able to sue now for, like, something. She spent two and a half days in the stairwell. Yeah, or it's, hey, maybe it's a real wake-up call. Maybe it's symbolic. You know, Have you, you ever been trapped jail, in a stairwell? But this this whole world can be a jail for you if you don't, if you don't treat yourself the right way. Um... Have I ever been stuck in a stairwell? That's the question. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Have you? Yeah. Uh, Boston Party Weekend. Oh, that's right. I had to sleep in a stairwell for like a night. College in Boston. We were pissed. We peed on the front door. Right. We're so mad. Then we went down to the apartment below and we got like pawned off. They're having a party down there, and we're like, we're locked out of our apartment. Can we party with you guys? And they're like, yeah, have you met Louie? You should go talk to Louie. And it was this, like, fat slob that was just sitting alone in a recliner. Yeah, that's we walked, tough. You we got walked, Louied. We, yeah, we got Louied. They were, they were, we were like, hey, Louie. And he was like, hey. And like, they told us to come say hi to you. And he was like, oh, they did. Hi, I enjoyed <laughs> Oh, my God. I get it tough. now. I get it. We got nine hole at nine. <laughs> we got Louied. We got, we got Louied. <laughs> then, like, at 6 p.m., uh, Shane... Had to go to, like, work, so he let us out. A.M. even. A.M. even, yeah. Yeah. So I've been stuck in a stairwell, so I understand this woman's plight. Yeah. It's hard to find a position to sleep in. Yeah. It's rigid. Yeah. Really rigid. Man gets run over while doing push-ups on a road in the dark. I wish Katie was here, but she just went to pick up Zimmer. Katie and I, when we went on our date day last Friday, we were driving through this parking lot, and this guy who was like a uh, he was driving a, like a delivery box truck and he was clearly in the middle of carrying things out of his truck into the warehouse. But we're in a parking lot and he was just on like the road, like not in a spot because he's an 18 wheeler. And then on the left side where you would drive around his truck, he was doing push ups. So we had to stop and wait while he just roped out like two sets of 50 push ups because he had headphones in. Mm. And we're like, you're just getting a little pump in your middle delivery thing. So we just had to. Katie's like, what do I do? And I was like, I think we just watch this guy work out right now. Yeah, then, he was a was the guy you saw older or younger? Probably like thirty five to forty. 
Okay, but maybe he's maybe he's even older because he was in good shape because he does push-ups all the time. He was jacked. Um, he was like he was roped up. Because uh, this this guy was fifty one, and it happened in Rochester, New York, Jim. So I mean, I don't know if he's if he's covering kind of the tri-state area. Well, this guy died, which means someone like hit him hard, which sucks. No, he didn't die. Oh, he just got hit. Yeah, non life threatening injuries. Oh, nice. Good for him. Not dead. Could have been your guy. You know, sometimes people people that do push ups, yeah. they just love getting a few push ups off. Oh yeah. It's like it like makes or break their hour. Like our friend Rob, who's a John Boy and Jake Grisson listener. Rob, Rob, it's you're, your favorite it's your fav your favorite Rob story ever is is the, the squeaky story. Yeah. Rob, you're listening. Can you call in 908-845-5792? Rob, can you call in and just can you just leave a list of all the places and times you've done push-ups that a normal person doesn't? Oddest place you've done push-ups. Rob's how Rob, how many push-ups do you think you've done at your job at the pharmacy? Like there's no customers around, so he just drops Lifetime, down, yeah. just drops down in the white cloak and just like, pumps out 50 push-ups. The the story we we've referenced him a few times. We have a meathead friend Rob, who's a pharmacist. He does everything a hundred ten percent, working out, pharmacy, whatever you want. Um, so he had to do a. There's like a year in pharmacy when you have to do like a lab coat year and do rounds and stuff. And he used to bring one of those forearm forearm squeezy things. Do those have a name? Forearm squeezy things. For, the forearm squeezy things. A thigh master so for he, your fingers. He would have it in the rounds, and they'd even do, like, class sessions after. And, uh, <laughs> like, everyone knew it was him. And then one day, I think the, the head doctor or whoever it was was like, what the hell is that squeaking noise? <laughs> no, no, he dropped it is what he I dropped remember. dropped it, yeah. He dropped it, and they were all in a huddle at the, at the like, station doing their rounds. And all of a sudden, a workout machine just, like, drops on the floor, and they all look around, and they're like, we know it's you, Rob. You're yeah. the He tried he tried to gorilla. play it cool like this could have been anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, "No, dude. We know it's you." Whose is that? It's mine. All right, one more story then we'll do better the day cuz this is huge. Sure. Nearly half of young Americans don't use or buy deodorant, Jake. This is disgusting. Do you know I how mean, bad I would like I shower twice a day and I'm pretty liberal with the deodorant. So 40% of people 18 to 24 have not used deodorant in the last month. 48% said they still haven't purchased deodorant in the last year. Um, 18 to 24, so we're talking about like Gen Z? I think we're Gen Z in it. Ask Luke. Does Luke think there's a deodorant problem? All right, so 31% of 25 to 34, which is more like millennials, and 22% of 35 to 44. So millennials is really... They're better. It's the Gen Z. No, no, no. It's millennials that's the worst. 25 to 34. It's us. No, Gen, Gen Z is the worst. Gen Z is 40%. Oh, 40 people don't. Don't. 48%. We're 31, I, I, I'd like to see who's behind this story. Yeah, it, turn, it turns into like this. This sounds like a business class like experiment. Like, all right, who did the survey? Who Who's putting this out? Why do they want it? Oh, we got a um, smelly person in the chat. Nick says, naturally, you don't need deodorant. Nick, I like you. He also said that Nick Nick V's in the chat, Jake, a tough couple comments. First, he goes, push-ups are the best. Mowing the grass, stop and do push-ups. So now you're sweater, sweatier than like yeah. life. And he says, naturally, you don't need deodorant. Nick V, you are a smelly person. I, I'm so sorry, yeah. but like. From you don't need to br- you don't need to brush your teeth. Do you do that, <laughs> Nick? <laughs> Nick V's like, yeah, I love doing push-ups while mowing my lawn in the hot sun. But naturally, you don't need deodorant. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. That's tough. That's, it's a tough combo of things. You wear deodorant, everyone. Yeah, and this. Uh, so I guess this study is attached to the fact that Justin Bieber is starting a vegan deodorant line. Um, so wherever they got this study, they definitely wanted to turn the numbers up a little bit. Um, I, a, ask Luke, does he, does he think like around Miami of Ohio that there's a deodorant thing going on or anything like that? I don't know. I don't know if he, he's not in here. Luke. 
you wear deodorant? Come here. I I have a friend who doesn't wear deodorant. He puts um, hand hand bacteria. What's that stuff called? Sanitizer. He puts like mm-hmm. Purell in his hands and puts that in his armpits, and he says it lasts longer. Feels like it stings like hell. I don't it, know. It feels like it's gross and like sticky. Do you wear deodorant? Do you think a lot of your friends your age wear deodorant? Tell me the numbers. So it says that forty percent of people ages 18 to 24 don't use deodorant, haven't used it in the last month. Oh, my sister doesn't wear deodorant. There you go. Ritzy doesn't wear deodorant. And she's a yogi. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a whole natural trend, I think. Yeah, but then you're smelly. Then you smell bad. Oh, my God. One time at Yankee Stadium, Dutch just scored one nothing on Canada, 54th minute. One time at Yankee Stadium, we sat next to this guy, and he was with his whole family. And it was unbearable. Like, we switched seats. Like, we'd left. It was like, how does his family put up with that? Yeah. And he was like a middle-aged, like, you normal-looking, affluent man. It's like, Jesus. Where do you order it? End of the thing. Everyone just wear deodorant. Like, if these numbers are, are being made up to sell more deodorant or to make, like, deodorant awareness... I'm still on board. Wear deodorant. Shower regularly. Wear deodorant. Yeah. No, no fight here. <laughs> better of the day. It's the better of the day. Better of the day. Better of the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey took the under in the Red Sox-Twins game yesterday and the over hit with ease. 13 runs were scored and the over was nine and a half. Another loser for Jake. Another You're out lo- of your drought. I got you out of your drought. A thank you would be nice. Another loser for me and another loser for Jake's I th- You agreed with me? I flipped something. Oh, stop flipping something. That's so dumb. I flipped I flipped something and so I dumb. said as soon as it landed on agreeing, I said sorry, well you just tanked your bet. So Jake, your record is now 52 and 60. You're having the roughest 5-week stretch. My 5-week stretch is better than yours, but my last 3 weeks is god awful. Yeah. No one I mean five I weeks. mean to Everyone be Everyone measures 3. To be honest, fade me if you're someone that really bets money. Yeah. Fade whatever. Someone's fading you. They'd be doing incredible right now. They'd be doing so well. Yeah. So well. Be rich. You're 0 for 3 on the week, Jake. Coming into Thursday, bet here. Your record on Thursdays, I believe it was your best day for a while. You You lost. Last Thursday, no, it's Tuesdays is your best day. You are eleven and eleven on Thursdays. You're now in the MLB. You're Make nine and fourteen. Make yeah. a wish. Um, yeah, don't. Nobody cares about any of that because we got money to make, Jim. And today is a special day. Been on the U.S. women's soccer team. So wrong again. You are cold as ice, Jim. The NBA draft, my friend. We got player props, kid. Oh, wow. Interesting. First time we're not betting the game. Jimmy, and I, I think there there's some good ones out there. We've got a couple teammate prop bets. Who's going to get first out of the Kentucky guys? Uh, Jim, this is the most fun one. Um, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia and Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. They're basically the consensus Start of the next year, which has happened over there. What are you watching? Canada had a, just a perfect opportunity to tie this thing up in the 57th minute, and the girl just, oh, they called offsides anyway. Ah, she might have been good. She just missed it, and after sh- her reaction to missing, it was just a, ah, damn. Ah, shucks. Ah, shucks, yeah. Ah, shucks. All right. Um, anyways, uh, Jimmy, Virginia's DeAndre Hunter, Jarrett Culver, Texas Tech, straight up. A battle of guys that met in the championship game. Uh, now they're lining up in the draft. Um, and I'm going DeAndre Hunter. 
He had the better championship game. It's literally a pick em. Um I'm uh, going. I'm so confused what the bet is. DeAndre Hunter for to do what? DeAndre Hunter to get drafted before Jarrett Culver. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't even know what to do about this one. Yeah, I know. I took I took away you. You went to the flip thing on me. I'm taking away your fake research. I can't have that. I mean, I just gonna I just disagree. I, but just disagree so one of us can be right, dog. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm at thank this. you. It's a weird bet. Great bet. Gonna start dropping more props Jakey, on you. Jakey about to make a big. I like prop bets, but two guys I've never heard their name once. No interest. Listen to the show. I've said their names a lot of times. Zero times. Zero times. You got anything else to say? You rooting for Canada? So, or are you rooting for Canada? Or are you rooting for Netherlands? Roll Tide, I'd say. I'm rooting for Netherlands. Wow. I like what they're all about. It's all our Canadian listeners, too. Oh, Canada just tied it up in the 59th minute. They heard you. They heard you talking junk, man. 